Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers. One menu. Can, menu. One menu <laughs> filled. I was going to say cannibalistic, but yes, no. one menu filled minute at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us uh, today and all week is our first returning guest. Yay. Uh, and one of the stars of Geek by Night, Naomi Wong. Hello. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, hello. <laughs> Uh, and today we're going to talk about minute 31, which starts with uh, the head Urukai, who I believe his name is Ugluk, mm. says they have some they have something of an elvish weapon. They have something an elvish weapon. Yeah, they have something an elvish weapon, and ends with uh, the orc so affectionately dubbed Parrot Chompy last week <laughs> getting speared and collapsing to the ground wheezing. It's questionable as to who he falls on, if he falls on anybody. We spent like he 10 falls. minutes trying to break down the blocking, but we'll talk about yeah, well, that. The end of this minute is, <laughs> the, the back half of this minute is blocked in a very confusing way. Yeah. Uh, but we get to see uh, the only orc here I know for sure's name gets beheaded in this minute. Mm-hmm. Shnaga. Ooh. The fresh orc yes. loses his head, <laughs> can't keep it together, tries nope. to bite some hobbits, gets made dead. I am confused about blood splatter physics. I know it's a PG-13 movie, but Merry and Pippin were literally right behind him or in front of him. Mm. And, like, they should be covered in orc blood. Well, it only cut off the head. Yeah. It's like spurting. You can see it a little bit. Yeah. Just up. It's like a fountain. Blip. I, I, I guess. Blip. Blip. <laughs> Splurt. I'm like, just trying to scan to it to rewatch that little blood spurting. It's not that much blood. No, it's not. And I, I, I understand like... that like it, he couldn't do too much because then they'd get an right. R rating. The only thing I think whenever I see a significant blood splatter in a movie, like when someone gets stabbed or cut, is just like, oh, wow. They must have really high blood pressure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, because the, the, it doesn't really spurt out very much from his mm-hmm. neck. And the head did fall, like, the top of the head first, if that made sense. So it didn't necessarily, it didn't, like, the open wound didn't land on Mary and Pippin. That's true. So. I think I'm just used to, like, I guess gratuitous blood. Yeah. I've watched oh, too yeah. much Tarantino. With, like, Game of Thrones. Yeah. And, like, yeah. anime. Yeah. Like, where everyone has 48 gallons oh, of blood in their body. <laughs> And it and it all behaves like like Elsa in in Frozen when she's making the <laughs> just that's fractals. How, that's how it blood just and anime works. Yes, yeah. <laughs> all around. Perfect. It's just blood everywhere, but it's beautiful but gruesome. <laughs> Ugh. Yep. How did this happen? I don't even like blood, but I'm just like there should be more blood. <laughs> there should be more blood. <laughs> Maybe orcs don't I mean, have a lot dark, of blood. It's dark. It's dark. Yeah. It's night. <laughs> Maybe orcs don't have so much blood. It's part of why their skin is like dark colors because most of their flesh is dead. Maybe it's just really thick and goopy. Maybe. So it doesn't really splash too much. It just sort of congeals. They all have hearts like the size of their heads to get their goopy blood pumping. Ew. 
Oh my god, his heart grew three sizes this is a that day. Great conversation. Oh yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> so, the line that I've been waiting to talk about literally all movie. Why? Why the first amazing. thirty minutes of this movie are so damn quotable? <laughs> And there's even more I mean, coming. I, this is the most quotable of these movies overall, I think. Like, it's interesting because it's my least favorite of the Lord of the Rings movies, but it is the most mm-hmm. quotable. It's my favorite, so it's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's just, for me, my Pippin moments are best yes! in, like, the first and third movies. Yes. But, you know, this is a fun This is a fun minute because I'm. I'm assuming I know which line you're talking about because I've written it in all caps <laughs> in my notes <laughs> said, said by the head Urukai. yes looks like meat's back on the menu boys uh, I love endless it endless jokes I've always got to say it with a yeah. girl yeah. endless jokes <laughs> looks like meat's back on the menu boys ha Just endless jokes endless endless jokes so many memes it's how we announced we were coming back I love that there's like in the commentaries there's so much discourse about this line yeah. It made me laugh so much because uh, Rick Porras and Christian Rivers have a little conversation about it in the production commentary. Uh and said John Howell. And John in the in the design commentary, the line happens. Rick uh, Richard Taylor has just finished speaking and then this line happens and John House just says just out of nowhere, just, I love that line. It implies it implies that at one point they've been somewhere with a menu and that it has changed. <laughs> It's very, it's very silly, and that's all he has to say about it. But he sounds so happy. It's the simple things that get you, you know. It's just like I no, I have so many questions about what world experience these Urukai have because they're literally like a month old. Yeah, and but they've been going to some really fancy restaurants with like, but they're like vegan restaurants. Mm-hmm. They have like a rotating menu. It's like one right. of those upscale places. Right. It's a very sophisticated <laughs> place. It's just it's just whatever we can get on this particular day. Like the daily mm-hmm. special is, you know, usually right. whatever like they can dig out of the ground in Eisengard. Homegrown, like I mean I mean I mean think about it this Free way. range okay, wild so they, men. They, this, so there's all these guys, right? So they're they're walking around, they're a big army. They need to be fed. So and and just this is just coming to me from like how to train your dragon when hiccups like well we've already got lots of dragon fighting vikings but do we have enough bread making vikings you know i love that movie so <laughs> so maybe there are like orcs and nurikai and all sorts that that are they're like seamstresses and right and like chefs one of these orcs is just do they make I them? just really want to be a baker I don't. I don't want right. to. I don't want to chop people in half. It's like the lumberjack orcs. Yeah. They don't want to fight. They just want to be lumberjacks. No, they just want to have fun and they be okay. And orcs yeah. just want to have fun. So orcs just want to have fun. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the series I want to see. Uh, orcs just want to have fun. Like... A big hit from Cindy Leper. Oh my god. Uh, they they should they should have like a chopped style TV series, but like all the contestants are different people from different places in Middle Earth. <laughs> And oh my god! Every time there's like humanoid meat in the basket, the orc chef is just like, "Yes, it's my time." <laughs> yes, but then, oh, is which one is the one? Oh, is it Cutthroat Kitchen where people get to yes. take other, give people handicaps and like take things away from them? I, I love that show. I don't know. There's 
I'm like, what if what if they they finally got like, oh, humanoid meat, and then someone was like, I'm gonna use my power today to take away the meat from you. <laughs> Would it turn into a bloodbath? Yes. <laughs> or is there like rules against that in the competition? I don't think orcs care. <laughs> yeah. It's, clearly they don't. <laughs> As they begin fighting amongst themselves before horsemen appear. Yeah. To destroy them. <laughs> oh, amazing. And then they start eating their fellow orc. Yes. <laughs> no qualms. Just and one orc in the middle of this minute uh, sounds his sounds like an elephant He's trumpeting. He's so excited. <laughs> he really sounds like an elephant to me. I mean, if I wasn't watching, I'd be like, "Is this a nature documentary? Oh, no. What's happening?" <laughs> elephants don't eat other elephants. So yeah, I but he so. sa- he sounds like one. Yeah. He he's really like, does. He's if like thirty go... seconds in. Yeah, no, I, he's... I just, I just rewound it. He does. Just, like, <laughs> and they talk about using animal sounds right. as like sweeteners and all the orc voices. So just like some, some sound effects guy was just like, you know what, this orc's gonna sound like an elephant today. <laughs> I've decided. Like, just leaving it there. Just, I'm not even gonna change it. We're just gonna. Here it is. It's full on elephant. It's just I expect to see an elephant just come up out of a pool in Africa and trumpet, and that's just the sound I expect. <laughs> is the sound this orc makes. Oh my gosh. It's like he should be in The Lion King. They should um, put that noise over an actual elephant. Yes. And see how you would never know. disconcerting it is. <laughs> you would never know. It's like, oh, he's got a cold. Oh, too <laughs> sad. An elephant with a cold. That's a lot of snot. That's sad. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Is it a lot of snot, though? Because it's... They've got tiny, tiny little nose holes, though, in comparison with... Or is it just, like, a really long piece of <laughs> I mean, the sinuses go all the way into their head. Sinuses are connected back to your mouth. Ew. So there's there's a sinus canal all the way up. That's gonna be a nightmare to blow your nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, while all the other orcs are literally tearing this orc apart with their bare hands... How they got through his stomach to his intestines, I don't want to know. Yeah, there's a little bit of intestines that goes flying. <laughs> like, if they went in through the hole that was made from chopping his head off, that is horrifying. And I don't need that in my life. <laughs> well, it's 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 a staple of, like, cinematic tearing someone to pieces to eat them, right? That you have to see an intestine. Yeah, someone just... It's the thing you always have to see. And someone they always hold it in the same way where they string it out a little bit so you can really see that it's an intestine. Mm-hmm. It's just some sausage links just thrown up over there. It reminded them. me of um, that terrible movie we watched. What was it called? The the pig alien one that he made. Oh, um... Bad Taste. Bad Taste. Yeah. 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 Ugh. Some, just some gore. Yep. Some splatter. <laughs> good old, good old PJ. That makes a lot more sense, like, coming to this, this movie whole moment. after watching that, like, that single movie that he, like, that first movie that he made. I'm just like, oh, okay, I understand so much about you now. <laughs> <laughs> just, I get it. <sighs> and then Mary and Pippin okay. start crawling away. Yes. And this is where the confusion begins. Okay. Yes. So I always thought that he grabs Mary's face. Right. Yes. But I am, like, almost 100% certain that that is actually Pippin he picks up off the ground. Because he steps on Mary, and when he falls, he falls between them, 
and Mary is on the left, but when we saw the camera from the side when he had a hobbit in his hand, the hobbit was on the right of him. And the hobbit on the right of him is Pippin. Right. Because there's that shot of, like, he steps on Mary's back, because Mary and Pippin are crawling, like, army crawling away. Yeah. And then Pippin rolls over, and you see Pippin. Like, that's mm-hmm. clearly Pippin. And then the orc grabs somebody. Right. And the freeze frame is, like, it's really funny if you freeze it at the right spot, because it's just their face is all like, what? It's but... all squished together. Yeah. You can't quite tell, but he looks like he's holding onto the face of whoever he's stepping on. I, yeah, that's what I was saying. And I was, like, trying to compare their and noses. It's, and, and it's his left hand as well. Right. But he has his left foot on Mary's back just a moment before that. And Pippin is the yep. one facing up. Yeah. So it's just kind of weird blocking. Yeah. However, this orc is kneeling and standing. He is between them. And then you were saying that when they filmed it... When they filmed it... They filmed it the other way, and when they edited the movie, they decided to they flip a lot of the these frame. visuals with Mary and Pippin. Oh my god! Mm. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, I was wondering that. I was like, I thought he grabbed Mary. It looks kind of like Pippin, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure it's Pippin, if for nothing else, that than that he steps on Mary, and Pippin's the one that turns around. Yeah. Hang on, I'm just gonna have a look at their eyebrows. <laughs> Because I tried to compare their noses, and, like, it looks like a flatter nose to me. To me, the giveaway is the hair. Okay. It doesn't look like Mary's hair. It looks like Pippin's hair to me. Uh, Yeah, no, his his nose doesn't look petite and pointy enough. But his his face is all squished. Yeah. Yeah, but his nose isn't squished. It's a very (sighs) confusing moment. It's like an amalgam of the two. It's like one of those face morphs. Yeah, it's like they did... Yeah, they did this this face the face smash thing. Maybe it's just the angle and the lighting. His nose nose just doesn't look pointy, but I'm pretty sure that's Billy Boyd. It is a mystery. Yeah. It is a mystery. Cue the X Files theme. Right? We're gonna figure this out. <laughs> Maybe we should tweet both Billy Boyd and Dominic like, Monaghan hey, and see if anyone right? responds. This was twenty years ago, but which one of you got grabbed by the like by the face by that orc that was trying to eat you? <laughs> They might know. You never know. <laughs> Some people recall with c- pr- pr- precise precision, and maybe it was a memorable day for them. You don't know. Well, uh, maybe. <laughs> the most they talk about in that that scene is like how uh, how kind of cool and scary it was to be around all the horses for the next minute. Mm. That's really all they talk about in the, in the cast oh, commentary because yeah. they're like three feet away while they're yeah. filming. Be, and they're like laying on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah. this is all in a studio. Okay. This this is all studio shot. This, all this stuff with Mary and Pippin at this forest side camp is mm-hmm. in a studio. All of it. <laughs> Which is kind of... It looks good. Yeah, it looks real good for a studio. Yeah. They dressed the set well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they went really full out with their set dressing, mm-hmm. didn't they? Like, some of the some of the um, appendices on this on this film, it's, it's ridiculous. It's so much fun to watch all the technical stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. Like when these box sets came out, like the extended box sets, they were my brother's, but they became mine. <laughs> um, because he didn't, he watched the extended editions, but that was about it. He didn't go through all of the commentaries, all of the appendices, mm-hmm. because he's not as um, I don't. I I don't know which word to use really. 
as I am. <laughs> Obsessed. We enjoy we we enjoy our media in different ways. Go. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I got these, my sister would take them and watch them, the the box sets, and she dug through all the photos on these DVDs and looked oh, at them yeah. all. And that's something that I never really did. <laughs> I mean, there was there was um, an article I read recently. I, I wish I could remember where from about how, in general, a massive overgeneralization, but um, men and women enjoy like their fandom stuff in different ways, and they experience it in different ways. Mm-hmm. And like usually, like a lot of men like to do like really canon. Every this is facts and figures that are canon. And this is what it is, and but that's all they really go into is like learning facts and figures, and then they stop there. And then women tend to create more transformative works and like do like the fanfic thing and fan video mm-hmm. thing, and um, and delve into like the more the interview stuff and some of the uh, more emotional reasons behind things rather than the facts and the figures. Right. It was it was a really interesting article. I wish I. I feel like I've read that article too. I've definitely read something along those same lines. But it, it was interesting because it was it was definitely true of me and my like my older brother is into all the same stuff as me, and a lot of the time it would probably it, this is probably extremely annoying for him because he would be into something first and he would really like it, and he would like you you should watch this thing you should watch this thing you'd like it and I'm like I know I'll like it but then you'll end up hating it because I like Aww, it so much. That's too bad. Well, because I would get really super weird about it and rewatch and rewatch and fixate on specific things and then find out everything about every actor that was in it and every director that had ever been involved in it and every writer and what else have they done and they also did this and did you know that this is really interesting because these two people were in this other thing with each other it's amazing and my brother's just like shut up just watch Stargate stop being weird well yeah I mean like that because like we like between Norman and I, I I feel like we got into Lord of the Rings at around the same time but like your experience with Lord of the Rings is different than like my personal experience because like I was in, like in the fan fiction and like fan art community and you were just like rereading the books constantly. Yeah. So, <laughs> but that's really cool. I mean, and it, and what's great is that I I assume that we can recognize at least that that doesn't mean that anyone here likes it any less or any more than anyone else because they experience right. it in a different way. But some people do get a bit weird and gatekeepery mm-hmm. and. Like, well, my way is obviously better than yours, so I'm a bigger fan. It's like that's not mm-hmm. how it works. I am a, I am a very <laughs> obsessive fan. Yes. When I get into something, it's all I want to talk about for weeks. <laughs> oh yeah. All you have to do is look at like my, tum- my Tumblr like habits. You can see exactly what I've mm-hmm. watched and when I've watched it because all of my content will immediately flip. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I saw Last Jedi, and it's all I talked about for like a month. I know. To the point where I was like like your older brother like can we just not talk about this for like a week <laughs> i mean i'd say like i didn't talk about last jedi for that long but i am still talking about mm-hmm. thor ragnarok so yeah. i really liked thor ragnarok me too i mean i even made a plasticine Loki. <laughs> oh i think that about covers this minute yeah that's all my we're, notes yeah i mean oh we didn't we didn't mention though um the little thing that pippin says to mary um the the in for the two towers, I think was this the first time that Pippin is really they've they've mentioned that oh they think we have the ring, and this is one of the first times that it's been 
uh, mistaken that they've been mistaken for uh, yeah for Frodo. Yeah, this is the this is the reference to that whole idea. This is when it's first said. It's like a, yeah, they think we have the ring. Well, you should keep it that <laughs> way, Pip, or they're gonna <laughs> <Shut> kill us. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pip, he's just a little tween. <laughs> In the proper way of saying tween, rather than the way we say it now, where tween means preteen as opposed to someone in their tween, in their twenties. Mm-hmm. That still confuses me now that we call tweens, um, yeah. <laughs> the the tweens. Children. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Over like, no, ten, not, but like under tweens. sixteen. I've heard it referred like, to anyone not... in that range. I'm like, they're preteens. They're not tweens. Tweens are people who are in their twenties. That's how it was in the Lord of right, the Rings. Cause, yeah, because tw- <laughs> 20, tween, that makes sense to me. Yeah. You're between yep. childhood and adulthood. Right. Precisely. Because Pippin is what the... Um, Pippin's the youngest of the hobbits. Relative, yeah, because relatively speaking, in with regards to their lifespans, he's basically a teenager, right? He's... He's not quite an adult. Yeah. He's significantly older but, than, I mean, significant. I think it's like a decade or so younger than Frodo. Maybe more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because Frodo is like fifty. Fifty-five. Um, Sam's, I think. yeah. Uh, Sam's in his thirties or forties. Mary's in his. I think he's only just over thirty, and and Pippin's in his like mid twenties. I think. Off the top of my head, I haven't got them written down. It's been a while since I've like. Yeah. really dug into and read them. I kind of like that um, they're all the same age for the movie, well, so, or like relatively. They seem to be. Oh, seem Billy to was be. a yeah. good 12 years older than Elijah, which is yeah, hilarious because Billy's supposed to be the youngest and Elijah's supposed to be the oldest. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he's 12 years and, older, so and Billy this, Boyd looks like he's aged, this, this not is, Elijah uh, Wood. Th- right. What's even funnier, when you now take into account the Hobbit movies, um, given that Frodo's supposed to be the same age Bilbo was, that Martin Freeman is supposed to be the same age that Elijah Wood was when he was in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Amazing. You know. But then they also... You know. But then movie, also the things they did magic. with those dwarves. That's why people in their 30s yeah. play teenagers. Oh, like... And then the thing with the dwarves and the... Yeah. This is yeah. about the Lord of the Rings, so it's fine. Uh, Lord uh-huh. of the we don't Rings. have to talk about those movies anymore. <laughs> so, thank you for joining us, Naomi. Uh, if anyone out there is interested in more Dueling Genre productions, including Geek by Night, mm-hmm. you can go to DuelingGenre.com. And if you feel so inclined, you can support us on Patreon at DuelingGenre.com slash support. Just for $5 a month, you get access to all kinds of extras. Yeah. yeah. As always, a special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Ed Foster. Hope everyone has a great month, and we'll be back tomorrow. Bye. Bye.